An End to the Darkness Episode 5 Where then does wisdom come from? Where does understanding dwell? It is hidden from the eyes of every living thing, concealed even from the birds in the sky. Destruction and death say, only a rumour of it has reached our ears. Job sits and grieves the sudden loss of his children. Is it too painful to look back and remember what has gone before? Can he bring himself to smile at memories of laughter and the easy love of a family? Or is it too much for him to bear? Does he wonder if he has done something wrong, something offensive, to bring such judgment on himself? Or is it enough to wish he had never been born? To imagine the suffering that would not have occurred had he simply never existed So many negatives, never been born, suffering that would not have occurred. In art, the space around an image is described as negative space. Negative space itself may form an interesting shape, a shape where meaning is made clearer. Negative space is like silence. In music... Silence can be active and intentional, combined with sound to create melody, harmony, overture. Negative spaces can be purposeful. So Job sits, covered in sores, scraping his scalp with his piece of broken pottery. As his friends begin to speak, do they irritate him as much as his broken skin? Does he wish he could scratch them away with his broken shard? God is just. You must have done something to offend him, Job. Let us begin with these friends. They must be a comfort to Job. What have they got to say? Not much. They begin in silence. Then Eliphaz the Temanite replied, If someone ventures a word with you, will you be impatient? But who can keep from speaking? So the silence is broken and a flood of advice, debate, commentary and opinion flows out. Who indeed can keep from speaking? You are discouraged, Job, and dismayed, you who have helped so many others. Perhaps Job is not as good as he has made out. Perhaps his sacrifices and kindnesses have masked some secret vice, some inhumanity towards others, or worse still, some blasphemy. Should not your piety be your confidence, and your blameless ways your hope? Consider now who, being innocent, has ever perished. Where were the upright ever destroyed? As I have observed, those who plough evil and those who sow trouble reap it. At the breath of God they perish, at the blast of his anger they are no more. Job, you are perhaps a fool, and a fool is cursed by God, they imply. For hardship does not spring from the soil nor does trouble sprout from the ground. 
Yet man is born to trouble as surely as sparks fly upwards. There's no smoke without fire, so Job is at fault? He's not the man we believed him to be, but what about the talk between Satan and God? Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil, and he still maintains his integrity, though you incited me against him to ruin him without any reason. Well, perhaps Eliphaz isn't an entirely reliable narrator. He's more of a philosopher. But if I were you, I would appeal to God. I would lay my cause before him. He performs wonders that cannot be fathomed. Miracles that cannot be counted. And still Job scratches and scratches, his irritation growing. How does he respond? He is not happy with this. He knows he is innocent. He doesn't buy this argument that somehow he has tipped the scales of justice with some unthinking action that has angered God. He replies, If only my anguish could be weighed and all my misery placed on the scales. It would surely outweigh the sand of the seas. No wonder my words have been impetuous. He stops eating. He longs for God to finish the job. His words become a plea to God to end his suffering. But now, be so kind as to look at me. Would I lie to your face? Relent. Do not be unjust. Reconsider, for my integrity is at stake. Is there any wickedness on my lips? Can my mouth not discern malice? But there is no answer. Just the chasm of silence over which Job dangles. No answer. Yet. Every day feels like hard work and he longs for night to come so that he can sleep. And when night comes he cannot sleep but he tosses and turns His sores have scabbed and become infected. His skin festers. He resolves to speak out, to complain. I despise my life. I would not live forever. Let me alone. My days have no meaning. He longs for an end to come. Why do you not pardon my offences and forgive my sins? For I shall soon lie down in the dust. You will search for me, but I shall be no more. And these words are only the first of many 